Hello and welcome to another episode of No Look Time. My name is Howard Velez and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, No Load Time? Obed, great to be back with you, my friend. Good to be here, sir. How's it going? Oh, man, it's it's going, it's going. I, I was telling you how uh, busy and fatigued I am, but, you know, when I come on here and, and we have a great time on the podcast, it just... It's great. Does great things for the soul, right? Like it's always a good time to just <laughs> hang out with my guy and just talk about games and movies and whatever we want to just talk about here. Oh, you want to you want to talk about games? <laughs> yeah, y'all get any more of them? Oh, yeah, I know. We we got plenty of stories around that today. Today's gonna be very games heavy, and I love that. Like, cause the, the stories we're talking about are, are are big deals. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Joe, we finally. Yeah. Had the opportunity to go back to see Otaku this weekend, and I had a good time, sir. It was pretty good. Yeah, we were there all day, man. We we got there you know around ten ish and stayed till it closed. Essentially, aside from watching the end of the cosplay show, we we left. So <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was great, dude. Yeah, man, it was it was good. Um, definitely grown from the yeah. the last time that we went. So a lot more people. Uh, that I I think when we got in, it was as busy as the busiest is it got the last time that we went, and that was the start of the day. That was the start of the day, so it was it was packed. It was it was pretty full, um, and that considering that they now have not only the main hall at at the uh, at the Wyndham. They had four other rooms and, a, and an open area for friendlies and, you know, bring your own controller and the arcade section. It was it was really big. It was a, a lot of people and it was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. So it was a it was a good time for sure. Uh, some of those matches were hype. The hype was high, right? Yeah. A lot of hype behind Street Fighter Six. We I, I talked about it in the video that we did in the live um, that we did when we were there. So, you know, have the floor with Street Fighter and a lot of hype. Uh, I didn't I didn't expect to see Street Fighter at this event, right? I, I thought it was going to be smaller because it's more of an anime-oriented kind of thing. But it, it was big. It was big. A lot of people there. Um, Mortal Kombat, they had it on a separate room. It was a little bit smaller, but Mortal Kombat won. Uh, but I, I did watch the, the Sunday stream on that one. And, you know, it, it seemed like there, there was, you know, uh, quite a few people there. You uh, said we made the cut too. on one of the streams. Yeah, so we're in the uh, one of the Dragon Ball streams. We're there, and they're on the on the finals. We're we're there too. So I was like, I, I went and looked for. Uh, it's like, yo, I looked for the stream on purpose, right? And I was like, we gotta be there because we were like right, we were like right there next to the stage. So and yeah, it's like you can you can find us in the stream. It's it's uh it's pretty good. But yeah, man, good, good time. You know, uh, you know, good people there. Uh, the event was very smooth. Everyone again, and this is the the event with at least the the, the case with at least gaming events that I've been to. Right, everyone is, you know, very respectful and well behaved, and uh, you know, it was overall a great time. And I'm looking forward to going again next year, more same, than likely. So same, man. Hey, next year, guys, we, we talked, we talked to the event reps while we were out there. I made it an opportunity just to connect and see maybe next year we'll have uh, some media passes and cover it with the, uh, even further coverage and 
bring out photographer or whatever who knows we'll see yeah, yeah, but we'll see. uh no it's it's a uh, it's great to see how much it's grown the layout of the show floor of this overall floors uh, and rooms were i think well composed for the space that they have but any bigger this thing's gonna have to quickly move somewhere else and i yeah. think it's inevitable which is a great problem that they have so excited to have been a part of seeing it it grow over you know it was four years ago we went the time before it's and it's right? great yeah yeah that vendors the vendors are great really good selection of retro games uh you know yeah. a lot of plushies a lot of you know different figures and toys and whatnot it, it was man overall you know a plus if you're in the orlando area and you are remotely interested in like in anime and fighting games yeah. highly recommend that you guys attend and you know it's a good time it's a good location too so you know you're right there on i drive so there's you know plenty of plenty of parking and plenty of places to eat it's it's good so um you know definitely looking forward to going again uh hopefully we can man see i don't want to go to daytona i don't like the like like straight up i'm gonna be honest with you i've been here for 20 years i've been here for 20 years i've been to daytona once i actively dislike the place it's it's the shellfish of of cities for me right so all right anakin skywalker uh, <laughs> so um you know i i i i don't like sand it's basically yeah uh, and i i really do wish that they could find a a, a proper venue in orlando and they the, the event can come back because I I really wish that I could go to the you know the big main event right, but I'll take this one. Like this is still an you know this is still a W right. I'm not saying that I would rather be over there right because this is this is good. Like it's equally you know I I and because the event is a you know it's it's smaller in scale. Um, it's more of a community driven event versus a more you know, esports type of event that the other one is. Maybe I I do like this one better than the than the big event. So, uh, yeah, Siltaku, very good, very good job. Um, we were thoroughly impressed, Joel and I, with um, with your streaming setups. Gotta say, yeah, you guys you guys put a lot of work. We know what goes behind it. We've we've had it. We've had experience in in. You know, no, not only this, right? This is this is you know amateur hour compared to some of the stuff that we work with. Oh yeah, so we, we know. But we know what it's like to put on a show. This is yeah, yeah. Like you guys, you guys are are really are really good. You guys do a really solid, solid job. So yeah, kudos to you guys. Uh, kudos to the hotel IT guys because they're probably going yes. nuts too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with all the bandwidth that they need. So, uh, but no, again. Um, Nothing but positive things to say about it. It was really good. So, good stuff. Um, John, I don't know if you have anything. I, I do have one quick thing. Um, the uh, Castlevania Nocturne came out on Netflix, and I love the first show that they did. I think it's excellent. And uh, there was a... This, this thing dropped, I think, yesterday... And then I started seeing the reviews and everyone is like, oh, this is like the best video game thing that they've ever done ever, right? And I I cast the first episode this morning before heading out to work. And yo, it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's it's really good. Really good. Uh 
it's I mean if you if you like the the first show uh you know this is gonna be you're gonna be right in it and the art design and the animation on the show you can tell that they got more money and they put it to good use because the the character design is impeccable it's really good so yeah i'm looking forward to watching more of the uh of this show it's, it's so good so yeah only i was able to catch the first episode um highly recommend watching the uh the the first show because it was it was so good too it was it's excellent it's not it's not a long watch it's you know it's kind of like you know the first season is only three episodes but then uh i think the other ones are nine episodes and there's three more seasons it's not a long watch um and, and it's a very good show so um yeah i mean this like so far i'm very impressed and i'm looking forward to it um also i contrary to things that i've heard there there is going to be another masters of the universe next year i don't know if you saw that that clip that i didn't put out that. there okay yeah wow. it's it looks it looks you know the same same kind of style and uh you know it looks like it's it's probably focusing a little bit more on action but again we'll see i know that the uh, that that uh, uh revelations was very divisive i really enjoyed it um like i've said before uh, and i'm on record and i still stand by it masters of the universe was never good so, until until the first remake show came out and then revelations so it's uh, the uh, and as someone who was there when it happened? I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> I was I was there when it happened, and I can say it. Masters of the Universe is never good. So, uh, looking forward to that next year when whenever it happens. And they dropped an, a, a trailer for the uh, Adi Shankar Del May Cry show. Uh, just a it's a quick teaser. It looks good. Netflix animation coming out. You know, coming out swinging. So, you know, keep an eye on this guys. So yeah, man. Uh, I don't know if you have anything. Yeah, yeah, no, no. We, we're I'm gonna jump right into the news bits. Um, yeah, I mean, I had a great time with you as CEO, and I'm sure this upcoming weekend we'll have some more more fun stories to share for sure. Cool. Soka, episode seven. Still good. Still good. I'm still, yeah, it's still good, right? I I, <laughs> I haven't been disappointed yet, right? And again, um, I I. It, Kudos to the show for making me like shellfish. The, this guys are those guys are adorable, right? They're ninja turtles, bro. They're like yeah, like they're like ninja, <laughs> ninja hermit crabs. <laughs> I was like, you know, uh, I, I think those those guys are, are are super cute. But, um, yeah, I think overall very good. Um, I think it's kind of like. It, I don't think Balin's gonna is gonna die in this show, dude. Like anything could happen next week. But I think I think um, you know, unfortunately, because of uh Racing's passing, Balin's gonna get recast for whatever the next thing is that this is connecting to. Um it, it seems like he's gonna find whatever he's looking for and it's gonna set up something bigger, right? Um but I, I don't think I don't think he's gonna die. Um, that said, um, what happened with uh, Shinhati was kind of interesting, right? It's like 
you go off and do your thing. Spoiler, guys. Guys, spoiler alert. You, you, you guys know the drill. If you're here, you know. Um, it's very interesting that that basically he, he cut her loose. And it's like, all right, it's your training's basically done. This is my last piece of advice. You go and, uh, you know, basically bring justice to whatever this new thing that they're trying to do is. So, um, and then Ahsoka extending, you know, the olive branch at the end of the episode. And, and you can see, like, you can tell for the last couple episodes that she was conflicted, right? But now there's, like, even more conflict in her. And she's off doing, I don't know what, right? We'll find out in the next episode. Um, not, not really sure what, oh, I think the stream went now. I'm still recording, though. Oh, it's, we're back. We're back. We're back online. Um, we just lost a few seconds there. I don't know. I don't know. Like OBS. OBS. Come on. Fix your thing. Uh, also Spectrum. Yeah. Last time we said Spectrum, we got fixed, right? So, uh, Spectrum, you're putting ads on our videos. Go ahead and fix your internet. Fix your internet. Come on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, overall, overall very good. No, no big revelations here. Um, I, I kind of like the bid with, uh, um, when when Ezra's getting the uh, the info dump and Sabine is like, oh, so yo, yeah, so the episode, the the Empire was uh was uh defeated, yeah, Battle of Endor is like, oh, and the Emperor's dead, it's like, oh, so they, you know, people, some people are saying that, right? So, you know, they're still still like, like they're not they're not doing away with it directly, but indirectly they are because this is way better. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, and, you know, we got Thrawn being Thrawn, and then uh, good to see, uh, you know, Anakin back in a, in a, in a, a holo recording, so overall very good, uh, not not much to say, this is a very straightforward episode, right, it, it is setting up stuff, but um, I don't, the, nothing completely meaningful happened, like, there, there was a, a mm. few bits in there, but Nothing like mind blowing happened. That's that's probably what I want to say. But it was good, nonetheless. So yeah, go ahead. Man. Yeah, I, I uh, I'm glad I had time to digest this episode before I just jumped in talking about it, because I was very conflicted with this episode. I'm not gonna lie. Like when like first half of it, I was super hyped. I was like, oh my gosh, because the action sequences are really good. Um, there's like narrative things that they're doing in it um, that really, really were getting me hyped. And then something happens, and I'll talk about it just in a second here. And then I, it, it's like, every, it wasn't even that it was horrible, but it took me out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're like, like everything that's good, but then you're like, you start thinking too much and you start going like, mm. why? And you start thinking about the things that you, the things that have angered you about Star Wars and it takes you out of it. And I'll, <laughs> I'll talk about this in a second, right? Okay. Recent Star Wars is what I said. Um, so, anyways, so like talk about the good stuff right off the bat, like action, like I mentioned, fantastic, right? Like you have this, you're finally seeing a full-on strategic Thrawn and how he's calculating everything in the moment, right? And like he's, you know, he knows that Ahsoka's going to show up, and then you see like the the different detonators that were preset, and he's got you know a legion of of ships, battleships coming, you know, flying around to try and take her out and you know he leverages the 
the uh, the the night mothers and you know help him discover where she's located. And you're it's very much a chess type board. The way he handles everything, yeah. he's getting information. Yeah. You know, uh, Morgan comes up and she's like, you know, he he was trained by Anakin Skywalker, and like you see his the look on his face was like mm-hmm. he was what, like instantly he gets concerned about that. Um, obviously you mentioned Ray, the Anakin moment, right? Love seeing Hayden back again in live action. Like there's just stuff like that. That's just super hype, bro. Like really, really good stuff. Like 3PO. you mentioned the 3PO. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I loved that dude. Like I, I loved that. It was the fact that it was Leia that, that saved the day, but doing it in a creative way of having 3PO. I know some people are like, Oh, they should just recast and have had her showed up. Didn't bother me. It's fine. She was sending out 3PO to send out a, a transcript. Totally fine, totally good. Um, that dude is totally that one senator is totally a, a dirty guy. Mm. He's got he's got blood on his hands. He's he's a mole. There's no <laughs> way. He's probably with that council, way. that council that uh, that uh, Gideon was was talking to, or he was connected to, be, to some, one of one of those guys, probably. So yeah, he has to. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the overall of that stuff, really appreciated. To talk about what took me out of it, it was a single moment where you're in this amazing action sequence, you know, and you're 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 waiting for Sabine to hand the lightsaber over to Ezra mm. and then to get into his famous position and let's go. And the way that they handled that moment of you keep it, you've been training with it this. was very Disney. I'm gonna use the force. Yeah. And like not even 15 seconds later, pew, 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 he's shooting him with a blaster because the force is not strong enough all of a sudden. It was very Disney. Bro, yeah. I like my 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 blood pressure price started to raise because <laughs> like, I it like it touched a nerve, bro. It touched my wow, soul. Oh, really? Because I've seen this before with The Last Jedi. Mm. And that was the weakest point of The Last Jedi, right? The handling of Luke Skywalker. Gives him the lightsaber, chuck it, keep going, right? This felt, and it's all theory, I don't know this to be a fact. I have not, I'm not in Star Disney's offices to know what the choices were, but it instantly felt like a Kathleen Kennedy thing because it felt to me like this is something where she would be like, well, you have to make sure that it doesn't look like all of a sudden he comes in and saves all the women in this, in this moment that he, oh. and he just comes in super powerful. Okay. And it's like, you know, the nine shining armor and we got to make sure it's, you know, a little, so we got to, got to calm the time. That's what it felt like. I felt like, I didn't, me, like, I didn't see cool. it. See, I didn't and, see it. I didn't see it like that. Um, I thought, I thought that, that he was good. And then when the, when the night troopers came in and he was like, oh, whoa, whoa. I was like, oh, well, let's talk. And why are what, let's, uh, prisoners? Yeah, that was very Ezra. That was very well done, right? That was all Absolutely. good, right? Uh, but but I didn't I didn't catch it. And then you bring it up, right? Okay. And I, I, I've seen various different conversations around this already now. Because I knew I was, the moment I saw, I was like, bro, this is not going to blow over good because of the way it was. Like, I'm not, I can't be the only one that's feeling this. And it's it's been very divisive for people. Right? People are like, oh no, like you know, Kanan said to Ezra way back when he was training him, you know, a laser sword doesn't make you a Jedi. I'm like, no, I completely agree with that. Like he doesn't need to have that. I think it's I would like to see more moments 
where Jedi's don't just pull a lightsaber and they're just using the force and, and battling. Like I thought that's that idea is cool. Yeah. But the moment that it was like, oh no, you take it. I don't oh, need it. I've been I've been training. It. You use this thing. And then he's running around with a pistol shooting, shooting. And then he, he gra- gets Yeah, he grabbed one of the then, one of the, the troopers like rifles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gets, you know, force pushed by Shin and gets knocked down to the ground. And I'm like, nah, man, nah, this this ain't right. Because this almost feels like one of those, like, we got to make sure, you know, he doesn't seem too powerful that, and it's like, no, he doesn't have to be him having a lightsaber or him fighting like alongside Sabine doesn't make him more powerful. doesn't make him, it just makes him Ezra. It makes him a Jedi who, who he is. Right. Yeah. I um, agree. And I don't see anything. And, and if Sabine, I'm not one of those people who's angry about Sabine's trainings and stuff. I think it's fine. Like it's whatever. I think there's more to that story actually that Dave is planting around like, well, why doesn't she have the force? I think there's gonna be a little some 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 misdirection there that, that people will get. But even the fact that's like, you know, Ahsoka's able to instantly communicate with her and, and it just feels like they're pushing something there that, that's a little bit obvious to me, um, from a writing standpoint. But I don't wanna ran on it too much. I okay. that was one thing that, that took me out of it because everything else of the episode is great. Like Ahsoka and Balin at the rematch moment yeah. and um you know obviously like you mentioned that the, the the olive branch being extended to to shin i think that that's that's great i think that she will be redeemed i think it's a matter of time will she live after redemption well i think she's gonna have the darth vader effect mm. you know let's save save the day and die and die doing it too but but no nah, man um not a bad episode by any means i we, we we've watched bad shows Oh no 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 totally totally like this <laughs> watch that shows we watch that shows we know uh, yeah it, it it was good see and I didn't I didn't catch it like like you did and you know in in hindsight it it you know looking back at it I think I think you're right on the money on that one now I hope I'm wrong I hope next episode out of nowhere like they're like you know what forget i'm gonna go but it's still gonna stick out to me that they did what they did because it just didn't make sense yeah i can i can see that i can see that yeah that's that's weird though um dude like i don't know have you seen any of the like the abeloth like theories that are out there that uh, that's what balen's looking for i have and i don't believe it okay I think it's going to be something new, man. I think Filoni, like he did the World Between Worlds and the Bendu and all this stuff. I think Filoni's got another new area of the Force that he's going to teach us. And I think we should be excited. Star Wars needs something new right now. Yeah, yeah, it needs something fresh. Um, but what is it, man? Because he's like, I know. it's like she, like, like he let, just let Shin go, and then he just basically like, ah, oh, peace out. And then Ahsoka showed up, and they fought for a little bit, and then. Uh, she stole his dog, and then, <laughs> and then, and then he's like, oh, "All right, I guess I'm gonna walk over where I need to be." Uh, and then Thrawn noticed it, and like, "Oh, you're you're missing a, yeah, you're, yeah. you're missing a mercenary, right? So what's up with this guy?" So now he's like, he he doesn't trust him, like, but you know what? What is it, right? It's like, I mean, it would be interesting, right? It's like. Because the theory initially was that he was after Abeloth and then, or trying to resurrect her or whatever, and then she would, you he would use Shin as like a vessel for, 
for her. I but, didn't think so. But now it flipped. I was like, whoa, he let her go. So what's up with this now, right? So so that theory is out of the window, kind of, right? Uh, but I, I still don't know, man. And I'm, I'm, you know, trying to figure it out. It's like, what is it? It's like, well, I, I can't. Like, and it's, it's, I mean, I hope it's something new, like you said. And they, you know, we all get surprised. And then this becomes a bigger thing, you know. Maybe it is, you know, uh, maybe it is uh, uh, the, the, like a proto Snoke or something. Who knows? It could be. So, uh, but yeah, I'm still enjoying it. Looking forward to the last episode. And hopefully, again, hopefully I don't mess it up. <laughs> I'm hoping it, it ends good. That did, way I can be happy, see, right? Mm -hmm. Did you see that Loki, they moved that to Thursdays at 9 p.m.? Oh, they moved it? Okay. <laughs> the same time as our show. Oh, they, oh, yeah. It's the same time as our show, same Dang day it. as our show. Dang it, Disney. So you're gonna have no. to you're gonna have to watch Loki after the show and then we'll talk about it the following week. Pretty much. Man, we're gonna be a we're gonna be talking about last week's episode while the new episode's going on. Yes. It's so crazy, man. man. I, I see I wish that I, I, I say this now, <laughs> Disney, if you're watching, for the love of no load time, <laughs> see, move it to Wednesdays at like, nine. I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind um well, the thing is that, you know, our schedule is about to get, you know, there's there's a wrench that's about to go into our, our schedule. We, so we know. So we yeah. can, you know, we, we're like, we're, we're going to the, the time of year that our, our show could be either Wednesday, Friday, you know, or Thursday, or we yes. can skip a week, right? It's going to, it's going to, it's going to get like that. So, um, but that's interesting that they, they're, <laughs> they're on Thursdays. Come right. on, like I wouldn't mind, right? If 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 YouTube would be fair on their, uh, you know, on their bots, I would mind like doing a live watch. Oh, that'd be great! That'd be, that'd I would be, love that. That'd be awesome, right? If they if they weren't crazy about it, we could. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Twitch probably don't care, right? We can just flip it on Twitch, and we'll be fine. Uh, probably Facebook too, but. But YouTube's too aggressive, and and that's where that's where we need <laughs> that's where we need happy. to be on good standing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we need to keep them happy, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So speaking about uh, keeping people happy, Joe, mm. update us on the writers' strike and the actors' strike. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, so incredibly, just this week, we finally have a tentative agreement after 148 days of a strike for the Writers Guild of America and studios. This is obviously historic because, you know, this deal that's going into place is essentially ending a work stoppage for the writers and them having their deal first versus the actors um, is, is monumental. Uh, you, you know, you, you're having it if the actors have gotten the deal first, I can tell you right now, the writers would have probably, you know, still been negotiating for a longer time because when you still have actors on sets, like we saw with Deadpool and these other movies, even when the writers were on strike, you know, they they'll still push forward with what they've got and until they have to have a deal in place. Yeah. So this is great for the writers that they got theirs first, and then the actors will most likely follow in suit. There's already rumors that this coming week they're going to be having uh, multiple sit downs. We knew something was coming up when they actually sat in a room for like more than 
one day at a time when it was literally five days at a time that they actually sat together and talked through. That was signs that clearly they were moving forward. Um, allegedly, according to different reports, uh, the the studio heads basically told the writers last weekend, we don't get a deal in place here before Sunday. We're going to move on to the actors' guild um, and, and just start working with them and, and move our direct attention to them. Um, we can't be just staying here talking about the same stuff. Allegedly, that was that was what was being said. Uh, some of it had to do with also Yom Kippur was going on as well as uh, going on. So a lot of Hollywood, right? Um, that's something that's being observed. So that kind of also helps them say we got to get this done before then, before we stop off anyways and can't be working. So yeah, like this is huge. It's historic. Te- the tentative deal won't be done till most likely. Uh, next week is what I heard, um, where it's officially signed off altogether. But the guild has given their blessing to the writers to tell them, go back to work. Uh, you can work on the stuff on, while we get this officially signed as unions, which is great, especially if the actors can get theirs done pretty quickly behind, which allegedly they will. Um, you know, there's a lot of movies that were in production that are finally going to get back on on it and, and maybe even other movies that were removed from slates because the actors couldn't go out and promote that maybe will also get brought back on. There's a lot of good things around this it's faster than I thought, man, but great to see it. Yeah. Finally, some movement. I know that um, as soon as these things got done, uh, like the negotiations got done, um, a, a lot of stuff started per, like per, restarted production again. I, I know stranger yeah. things like, was probably the first show to go back um, after after the after it was announced. So, yeah, man, um, this is good finally. Like, um, because it was uh, there was a lot of uncertainty on what was going to happen next year, especially next year, right? Because a lot of the stuff was going to get probably you know delayed and maybe indefinitely, right? Maybe we'll, now we'll get a, a proper date for uh, for uh, Spider Verse three. You know, uh, yeah, I mean, finally. And um, there's a lot of other guilds, though, that are starting to were on strike. Like the VFX workers, Moral VFX went on strike. Yeah. Like the live yeah, uh, game, um, the uh, the game voice acting. There's yeah, there, there there's a lot. There's a lot to be to be done. Right. And and rightfully so. I think sure. the 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 threat of A.I., um, you know the fact that you can ask, you know, an AI to rewrite episode nine in a <laughs> and, and give you a better movie than what Chris Terrio wrote. <laughs> you know, it, that's yeah, that's and that's that's what it is, right? And that's where uh, a lot of this is, is stemming from. Um, you know, basically job security. They they want to make sure that they can continue writing these movies without uh, having get intercepted by by an ai and you know it, it's a it's a, a legitimate concern so um you know I'm, i'm glad that a lot of this is getting addressed so i don't know if you saw that one of the other big key things that came out of it is studios can't hide their numbers anymore from writers um so after you know a show is completed a lot of times There was unless they put out a press release or something exposing the numbers of how successful something was, 
um, we would just base it on assumptions. Hey, everyone's talking about this, so therefore it must be a success or this or or everyone sounds like mm. everyone hates this thing. Must be doing terrible. Like like and probably like probably of... Velma is probably a great example of that. Right, where everyone so they... hated it, but then WB saying, "Oh no, this thing's doing great." Right. So so they have to now give a report. They're gonna have to have a division in each of these studios now that just simply on the reporting side is distributing it to the guild. If they could have it in their database, um, which is great. Like that again, because like Zack Snyder's Justice League, like that was a big one, right? Yeah. They never said how many streams that got. Nope. And you know that they 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 got a lot of streams. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying, hey, watch it again, watch it again. I've watched it a few times to give it the hits. And um never publicly said, but there but you know, any of these other ones, like, hey, look, you know, people are watching Black Adam on HBO, so now that will hopefully change as time goes on. It's not going to necessarily be that they're releasing it to the public, but if the Writers Guild has it, they're going to use that now part of their discussions when they are on a personal negotiation for a project. Yeah. Like, hey, I did this thing, did well. <clears throat> Residuals was another big one, but I think it's more for the actors than it is the writers. So we'll see how that gets worked out. Because a lot of things kept talking about the AI stuff, which I think was big, but there was clearly also some revenue sharing that was that was a yeah. huge concern as well. And then, and then we come, when it comes to residuals, right, it's uh, another very interesting topic because, yeah. you know, when you have, you know, just to give you the, the two, probably the two biggest examples of that is, you know, Friends and Seinfeld, right? Yep. Where they still like making a ton of money because they're on different networks plus streaming services. Um, you know, 99% of the shows that are on streaming services are never going to be shown on TV. They're right. never going to be reruns. They're never going to be on syndication, right? These are shows that specifically live in that ecosystem. And getting residuals off of that, that I mean, it's a, that's a tough sell, right? If you're an actor, yeah. that's a tough sell. So, yeah. it's, it's a, you know, there's, there, there, there's a lot of, um, I, I think that a lot of actors and a lot of writers jumped like like jumped in like headfirst into streaming because it was gonna be the next best thing, but they didn't they mm -hmm. they didn't think through what the repercussions of that was gonna be, and Absolutely. this is you know now we saw that it was like oh you know basically like half a year on like on strike basically seriously bro so. Yeah. I'm so excited for Comic Con next year. This it all gets sorted <laughs> out. We don't. We can actually have the studios do panels. Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude! It was just it was a fan fest this last year, which is great. Like that's what the heart of the convention is, right? Like celebrating the yeah. the the the, art, the books. But whew, next year is gonna be good. Good and finally, man. All right, hold on, because um, you know last week. We had pay to pay to win Phil, <laughs> and all right, Joe. You said last week that you did not see Phil Spencer lasting too much longer uh, as as the head of Xbox. And out of nowhere, yesterday I parked my car here, right, and and I'm, I turn off my car and I look at my phone. And I see this alert like two minutes ago, and and it's the alert from uh, uh, Bloomberg saying that Jim Ryan 
Sony's interactive entertainment CEO is quote unquote retiring. Um, I say quote unquote, um, well, I'll, I'll be more, a little bit more specific, but I texted you right away. Yeah, you texted me right away. <laughs> I, like, I didn't see it until you texted me. Yeah. Yeah. I texted you right away and you were like, yo, what? I was so, shook, bro. Yeah. So Jim Ryan is retiring. Um, so I, I say quote unquote, because Jim's been there since day one. Like he was there when, uh, like, um, Sony uh, Interactive Entertainment of America or, you know, Interactive Entertainment Europe because he was Europe first. And and then he moved into to, to corporate. Um, he's been there since the beginning, right? And he was the PR guy and he's always been out there. So, you know, he's been with Sony 30 years or PlayStation more specifically, right? 30 years. And, you know, he's retiring, right? That's great. Like I see, I see it like that. But, Joe. But, and here's my huge but, because he's retiring. But he he's retiring next March. But his duties end the end of this month. Um, so basically, he he's. This is what's gonna happen to Kathleen Kennedy, at the end of Whoa. October. It's like, it's like her duties is, are going to end fisc, end of fiscal year, end of October at Disney. But, but, um, but she's going to retire, uh, uh, August of next year when her contract is up. I don't want it to be a whole nother year though. No, oh but the duties are done. Like but you're probably right though. Duties are going to be done. So, um, uh, Jim right, was right. forced into retirement, in my opinion. Oh, hot take. Here we go. Okay. Um, he not only failed to stop um, the Xbox acquisition fire sale that was going on, um, he did not make any significant moves to secure... Uh, properties for Sony. Um, and I think the nail in the coffin was a few weeks ago when Phil Spencer showed up with the Square Enix guy saying, yeah, we're going to bring more stuff to Xbox. I think that was it, dude. I think that was it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, the, the, the failure of not being able to stop, you know, uh, the Activision stuff and even the Bethesda stuff, like I would have fought for that, right? Uh, again, like I mentioned last week, I don't care. But as a as a you know business minded individual, that's what you would try to do. So uh, he he was he was unable to protect his territory. They're still on top. You know, they're still doing better than Xbox, right? For real, but. You know, you gotta do stuff, bro. You just can't yeah. sit back there and say, we have Spider-Man. We have all this stuff. We have these things coming out. You gotta move, right? Because then, you know, I think I think he was too complacent to where he was. just like, yeah, we're on top. We don't really need to go and do this stuff, right? 
And I, I think that didn't sit well with the CFO who is going to be taken over. <laughs> so, um, so the CFO, Hiroki Dotoki, and he is not only the CEO, he is the, the, the CEO, C, COO and CFO for Sony corporate. Like, like this, this guy is, is he's the number two guy in Sony. Yeah. And he's taking over. He's basically taking over PlayStation. So, um, from what I've read, uh, you know, he's been in uh, with Sony since like '87, uh, so it's been a long time. Um, but he's a very numbers-driven, very assertive, very you know business-minded individual. So, um, I think the acquisitions are coming. Wow. Because he's the CFO. Like when you when you give control of your company where you of your division to the CFO, it's because I Sony is getting ready to open the wallet and and start doing stuff. Um you know, I kind of feel bad for Jim Ryan. I don't think he's a bad guy. Yeah, I've agree. I've when you know I know that there was a collective yes! Yes! from everyone, right? But it, it's I don't think he's a bad guy, and and I, I've I've been critical of him, and I when he took over, you can go back and and listen to that mm-hmm. to that show, and I was like, I don't think he's the right choice, and from day one, I I I, I thought that, and I. Jim, he is not a business. He was not a business guy. He is a PR guy, right? He was great showing off the new stuff. But I don't think he was particularly good making business decisions for PlayStation. Um, uh, I think the that price hike on, on, P, on PS Plus... Yeah. I, I, I don't know where this came from, right? I don't know if it was Totoki or if it was it was Ryan, right? But that was a bad move that soured. Like I think that was that soured a, like if 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 the Square Enix, uh, like stuff with with Xbox was the nail in the coffin. For for uh, you know uh, from the from the corporate perspective. I think the 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 price high the PS Plus price hikes and having it be so quick was the nail in the coffin with the fans. So a lot of stuff going on. Um, you know, I think I, again, I think he was forced into retirement. Um, he is saying that Tokyo is going to be there as as an interim CEO, right, until uh, they they figure it out. But I think he's going to be he's going to be. Uh, He's going to be buying stuff and then and then handing it to someone else. If Sony is smart, I would... Okay. Uh-oh. Hear me out. Let, go, let loose, bro. If Sony is smart, I would go back and freaking wrangle Andrew House back in. Oh, my gosh. That's a I big would move. just... Like, Yo, bro. Would he come back? I'm... For the right amount of money, he probably would. Sounds like a Bob Iger situation. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I mean, was incredible. 
He was the best. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So I I don't know. I don't know. I heard a really good comment on Reddit today. I was like, let's just go ahead and bring back Phil Phil Harrison and just have it end have have him end it. That's funny, bro. Oh my god. Not Harrison. Bring back Phil Harrison and have him end it all. Um yeah, man. I you know this is gonna be a really interesting six months for PlayStation for Sony in general, right? Um, but yeah, dude, what do you think? I'm just looking up like what is House doing right now? Oh, Andrew House? It's, yeah, I don't know. Is I he, mean, he was he said he was gonna retire. Is he retired as like is he literally just living you know in a cottage somewhere <laughs> <laughs> in the cabin? <laughs> it's like Tony Stark at the lake house, and then they're hey, gonna show up. He and gives the... me a little Tony Stark, you know. I can yeah. see that. <laughs> they're gonna show up to his house. It's like, yo, we we need to invent a time machine. Need... <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I I'm uh, I, you know, I this is another conflicted story because I also. I like Jim. I I don't know. There's something about the way Jim did it that, uh, like, even just his public stance on, like, we're fine, we're good, let the competition have their fun. That part of it I actually kind (laughs) of liked. I I, a part that I kind of liked, right? Because like it was it was a confidence and not being super reactionary to everything. Yeah, where like some companies would be like, we're on top of. We're just gonna go crazy. Like, like Spencer, like Phil Spencer, he's like very reactionary. Spencer. Yeah, he does it. He starts going. They start changing yeah. stuff, going crazy, and yep. and then you're like, you start ruining things because you don't realize what you already have was good. People would rather you stay pat yep. than mess it up. Like a sport, it's like a sports team. You know, you have you have a really good team, and then you're you're you know maybe your opponent, another another team right down in, in another uh, state. Gets a whole all of a sudden gets a super team and you go well, well they're they're much oh, better. I gotta, than we are. I we gotta, gotta go start dismantling everything. Yeah. Now. yeah, you know, like you know, like that's that's not the way to do it. It never ends good. Like that's what I kind of liked about like Jim. Like he wasn't that kind of guy, mm-hmm. um, and I respected that. Um, his PR stance too was was different. It was interesting, right? But I love all the points you brought up because even in the whole not being reactionary, it's very telling the way someone's response is in major moments as a business, like what they would do, you know, further down the line if they were in another circumstance. And I'm just saying like, he had the benefit of, well, thankfully PlayStation is as a company in a good position. They're, they're, they're not hurting. They're, they're getting their sales. They're doing just fine. Um, They had the, the, you know, the privilege of not having to be super reactionary. What Microsoft did is they really said, we're going to try and buy our way back into the game. And that's what we joked about, you know, last week about all that, right? But like, but to some extent, I get it, right? Their execution hasn't been all that there, but the the concepts I get. And um, imagine like in a situation where maybe PlayStation was just as a company not at doing as well. What kind of reaction would Ryan do? I don't think he was prepared for, um, you know, re- a returning fire in essence in the industry. Yeah. And then, like you brought out, like the example of the PS Plus stuff, like that was a huge just just 
bomb. That's a like that, that was a bad misstep, dude. That all was around. A bad it. misstep. And I, I just feel like the trend there was basically like, hey, if you keep up this pattern, we are gonna slowly start to nosedive. So let's make sure we change things up now. And I think that's the right timing to do it. Yeah. I, again, I feel bad for Jim a little bit, but because um, some people were acting like he was horrible, I don't think he was. But no, no, no. But I do think that there is a point to your saying, like how he his business choices, like they just couldn't risk it, you know. Yeah, yeah. He he was too um, he was too laid back, which was interesting, right? Because he has always been very aggressive talking to right, like when he was out there back in the PS3 days, right, defending the mm-hmm. price of the PS3, and um, you know, and and then the you know who was like, oh, why you know this thing's backwards compatible? Like, what do you think? What do you want it to be backwards compatible? You want to play that ugly looking game that you know. And he was aggressive. He was very aggressive when it came to marketing because that was his thing, right? But yeah. I think, you know, Wise Man said, your overconfidence is your weakness. <laughs> so, uh, I wonder who so, said that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and, and I think I think that's uh that's that's <sighs> He was probably laid back because he, he probably was back. ready to re- he probably was ready to retire. Yeah, like you say, forced retirement, but I don't. It's not probably as forced as like, you know, hitting your resignation. Like I think it was like a like a mutual. They probably had a talk. Yeah, they probably had a talk. Like this is the best for all of us involved. Yep. Um, man, he don't care. He's chill, man. He's laid back. He's he's gonna go. Good. You know, close like, out his thing. He's come good. out of nowhere, Rick Hideo Kojima CEOs. <laughs> no, I doubt it. Oh my goodness! He's dude. he's he's independent. He's doing his thing. He's traveling he's the not... world and hanging out with Matt Mickelson and and <laughs> and these guys. And he's a creative he's, first. He's yeah. not he's not a super businessman. Like he he's done great with business, but yeah, yeah. But like going back, right? Who who do you think would be a good match for for that role? Would could Sony be eyeing? I don't know. Would would Shuhei be a good a good person for that role? Like because he's like more of a developer relationship kind of guy. Yeah, could be interesting. I'm not I'm not opposed to the idea of it. I don't. Let me. Yeah, let's, Shuhei, yeah, yeah let's look up. Hold, hold on. Let's see. PlayStation executives. It's Play- got to be within the company, so that's why you're throwing out these names. Is is fair. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we got Jim Ryan, but that's that's not there anymore. Um, I don't think Mark Cerny would be good. Mark Cerny is more of a of no, a, no. He is. He's. I love he's, Mark. I, I love, love Mark Cerny to death, dude. Absolutely. He's just a math guy. Like he. Imagine like, being in a meeting with that guy. But and I mean this. Would, in a, I mean this in a, in an endearing way. He's a huge nerd. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a real nerd. That's a real nerd, dude. So, um, you know, I, I think he'd, he'd probably stay in the more of the design kind of, you know. They'll keep him in the basement. Yeah, keep him in the basement, designing new new hardware, you know, and, and architecture and all that. But, yeah, like I'm looking at the, at the executive team right now. Um, I don't. I don't see. 
anyone that could immediately um, do that. I mean, unless they, they bring someone from the outside, honestly. And, mm -hmm. and <laughs> but then I just, I just, you know, again, you, you start running into what if it's Phil Harrison, right? Right, right. <laughs> Which, like, Microsoft <laughs> right now, the Xbox, that's my advice to them. Go get somebody outside. Like, go go try and get, like, <laughs> Kojima. Go try and get... You know what I'm saying? Like, they need somebody <laughs> to start, throw that thing up and change it and oh, do man. it different and bring some new life in. But, uh, no, nah, man. They don't need that at PlayStation. They need somebody a little more passionate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and again, I think, you know... They, I think that once once they figure out, I, I so, I think that um, uh, Totoki is gonna be very, he's gonna be the reaction guy, like yeah. he's probably will will in the next few months. Don't get shocked if PlayStation comes in and buys two or three big Japanese developers. Like, yeah, you know, don't be surprised if, if like. Sega and, and Square Enix and don't you know don't or Capcom wow. don't get shocked, right? Wow, you know don't get shocked. But um, Hideki Kamiya just left Platinum this week too. Like he he he's resigning. Yeah, you, know, you know what? Crazier thing, you know, you got the 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 creator of Bayonetta as your as your dude, and Kamiya's crazy. He'll block you on on Twitter or whatever. Right, everyone's blocked, but, um, but it, but he's uh, he's a character that I think fans could get behind, right? And you know, he ran his studio, he ran it well. I think that Kamiya is leaving because um, Platinum's not. It, it became something else. It became. I, I don't think that the, this was the plan that they had for they had for Platinum initially, right? Um, I think the last true platinum game that was released was probably near Automata, you know. Yeah. Uh honestly speaking. Um no Bayo three, Bayonetta three, you know, for, for Switch. That came out what last year? Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. So, you know, Bayo three was probably the last. And I mean, who knows, right? But Looking, looking around right now. I mean, I mean, is PlayStation ready for new blood? Then are they gonna, are they gonna pull a Nintendo with Reggie, right, and bring someone from a non-video game company and run oh, it? Yeah, you know, are they gonna bring Bob Chapek in? Stop! Don't <laughs> don't put that out there. Don't put that out there. Don't you do that. You thought that those price hikes on PS Plus were bad. <laughs> no. Oh boy! Wait till you find out that the PS6 is is now gonna be a nine hundred dollar console because it's a super powered machine and you'll pay for it because he'll make you pay for it. <laughs> it's 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 fifteen dollars to charge your controller. Yes, at a certain hour in the day. <laughs> PS Plus is mandatory to oh. even turn your console on, like some kind of. <laughs> Dude, don't put that out there with some Bob Chapek. <laughs> no, you know my I goodness. I, I bro. don't think I don't think Bob's a good fit. Uh, who, dude? Bob ran uh, consumer products like a well-oiled machine, right? 
That's what I'm saying. It's all about the money. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. He needs someone. Know. He needs someone above him to tell him that's oh, nice. True, true, true. You're here. That's yeah. a good, good boy. Yeah. But let's, it's like let's James Gunn. He's like yeah. He's like James Gunn. He's <laughs> like James Gunn. <laughs> you, you got um, something. Let's not get too wild now. But like, if you if you like, if you look outside, right? It's like who who. You you could potentially bring someone from another company, right? But James Cameron, <laughs> the Avatar machine. <laughs> yeah, at this point they should they should go, they should go for someone uh, yeah. younger that could be that can give them you know at least you know good fifteen years. No, honestly so, speaking, dude. So they can hire me. <laughs> yeah, no, we're we're available. Yeah, we'll we'll run the place. We're we're, we're good, you know. We'll, we'll make it happen. We'll we'll start with putting PS Plus the way it was before. <laughs> Somehow PlayStation in no load time just just merges completely, and people accusing us of the Sony money. Yeah, I, like, I know all of these guys were chills all along, and, and <laughs> they sold themselves out. Yeah, we're having fun, fun, guys. We're having fun. That's yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. Um, um, that could be the Don Matrick. It's like. <laughs> No man, I, I I think I think PlayStation's is it's it's ready for new blood. I mean, yeah. If you ask me, right? Um, th- there's got to be someone, you know. I, I I don't know. I think Herman Herman Holst is a good candidate, um, because he's he's a games guy, right? Um, but but he's he's not a a business person necessarily, so. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's kind of like the the thing with with Phil Spencer, right? Where Phil's the games guy, but then he was giving a ton of money, and it's like it's like what it's like every time you know when your parents give you give you a ton of money, right? And you're the gamer guy. What do you do? Buy a bunch of games, and that's exactly right. what he did, right? Right. So I think I think you need to be a little bit wiser on how you approach your 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 reaction to what Xbox is doing. Yeah. But you know, it's going to be really interesting, man. It's going to be really interesting. And you know, we'll, we'll find out soon. I, I mean, so, sooner or sooner or later, we'll find out who the real, uh, you know, successor would be, but, uh, it's going to be an interesting six months because things are going to happen. I absolutely, I put a shrimp again, then within the next six months, Sony's gonna make a, a huge move. You're putting another. Oh I'm my putting God, another shrimp, dude. A shrimp on the line. I mean, I'm you can put the pizza again. Yep. I'm putting it out there, man. Yep. I'll think I'll do. I'll do it again. I I will eat one of those cute Star Wars guys that Ooh. from you know, planet whatever. Because uh, <laughs> in the next six months. The next six months. We're gonna get like PlayStation's gonna buy this thing, you know. It's like That's it's what, gonna like they're gonna March start buying next stuff. year. Until March, March of next March. year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, okay. oh, we'll see. So, uh, moving right along, and I, I guess keeping it with the with the topic, um, sounds like the FTC is um, reopening the. Uh, the Xbox case. Uh, it seems like the, you know, 
they they have some times uh, that to to work on it. Uh, you know, apparently the the closing for the acquisition is October eighteenth, and uh, they they're coming out and and actually putting out more effort on on questioning whether or not Microsoft could, you know, or should uh, uh, go go through with the acquisition. So this is interesting. Maybe those leaked those leaked documents didn't help. I don't know. I don't possibly. Here's another prediction because this can this article came out today, right? What if uh, what if uh, Totogi is already uh, using his his you know corporate leverage and lobbying against it? Like maybe this is what they wanted all along. It's like yeah. you you allowed this to go through. Why didn't you lobby against it? Right. You know, a lot of these things happen like that. So it's going to be real. It just, they're, they're, I mean, the FTC is saying that they're using taxpayer resources, but there wow. there must be that the, the, there's no coincidence here, in my opinion. Mm. Like with you get Jim Ryan out yesterday and then this morning this thing get, gets reopened. You know. Interesting. So yeah, I mean, not much to say. It's a, it's a, you know, wait and see on this one. But uh, it looks like it's, uh, you know, uh, it, it, they they are going to attempt and uh, and 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 hold it. So we'll see. I don't know if you have anything else to share on that or. Well, it's it's a huge deal because if they can delay the the acquisition even further, it doesn't guarantee that it doesn't happen. But it does start to put some some, you know, doubt because why would you go from, you have the blessing to let's reel this right back? Like that's not a common circumstance when it comes to acquisitions. Usually you go through your your reviews and your audits and whatever, and then it still ends up happening. We've seen this with multiple large corporations. Like it's just not a normal circumstance to see them reopen anything. So this is one to keep our eyes on very closely because. We just talked about the whole Sony acquisitions versus, you know, what Microsoft tried to do. What plays out here is going to send reverberating effects across the industry as a whole. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I would say that there's most likely the deal is going to still go through. I think it's still going to happen, but in the off chance it doesn't, Obed, oh, strap yourselves in because there's going to be a lot of news that's going to come out of why and yeah. what and the monopoly rules and it starts to become a whole nother thing. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it, it was bound to catch them sooner rather than later, honestly. Yeah. Because it was, it was too much too quick. Uh, and too, too much big, power. too much and too big. Right. It was, yeah. Uh, it was insane. Like they went crazy. Right. So, um, someone, I, I heard someone somewhere say that, um, and I don't know if this is true, right? But th there were there was a rumor that someone in the government was looking into Microsoft, and the plan was to split it into, um, you know, Azure Office or Azure Microsoft products and mm -hmm. Xbox <clears throat> into three separate entities. So oh, wow, that that would be that would be big. Right, if that if something like that happens, right? Because at any point, anyone can swoop in and buy Xbox. Correct. Like you know, like AT and T, right? When AT and T right. got split, 
other companies bought their like the AT&T Mobile or whatever AT&T bought them back right like, eventually but right but you know that's basically kind of like what happened so <clears throat> we'll see man this is uh it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting next month for Microsoft but like I said yeah. six months for Sony dude I I put the shrimp on the line that they're going to make at least one major major move so we'll see yeah i'm i'm scared for you man i hope we'll see what happens <laughs> that's it's bold but i love the confidence yep last bit of news uh and this is just a um kind of like a follow-up to some of the predictions that i that i've done or we've done with the with the upcoming successor to the switch it's that the next 3d mario game will be releasing uh next year more than likely alongside the new product and it will be uh an open world mario game so kind of like we've already talked about it we predicted it uh based 100%. on yeah based on bowser's fury you can totally tell that that's a tech demo for what they want to do next and um you know it looks like they're they're going full on you know bowser's fury open world for mario and this would be huge like this would be the first time that something like this you know would happen i think Buster Fu- buster's fury it's it's small it's a short game right but it's fun and if they can take you know the the concept and make those those areas that uh that you get in Bowser's fury make them i don't know four or five times larger you know make them like actual worlds I can definitely see this being a great game. So, um, I guess stay tuned for that and stay tuned for whenever this thing comes out. Cause totally not this year, but yeah, that's basically kind of it on, on this bit news. I'm so excited. I'm so 2024 is going to be a huge year. Um, save up your money. Yeah. You know, there's a, I'm, you know, I'm really happy with the Switch I have right now, so I'm curious to see how the full announcement rolls out for, for the new one. Yeah, I know that it's going to be something that I'm going to want to upgrade to, but will I do it right away? That's that's tough, you know. Mm. Um, but, man, like, you know, a new Mario game like this, and I'm assuming that it's going to be exclusive to this and not be cross-gen between the original and then the Switch yeah. 2, like, you know, this this that's the kind of stuff that gets people excited. So good yeah. good news already right off the rip, and they've not even formally announced the new console. So this is already building anticipation. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of hype. You know, uh, a lot of uh, I think the fan base is is very enthusiastic to say the least yes. for a new for yes. a new switch. So, um. Like we we saw it with the with the PS4 right because it was so long from the PS3 until the PS4 came out, yeah. but, um, you know, and and the the enthusiasm was there and the the messaging was there and the price was there everything lined up perfectly for PS4 to be a huge hit, um, but you know I wasn't expecting PS5 to be as, uh, I guess sought after. Um, but, yeah. but it was a huge hit too, like a, you know, a huge follow-up. Um, and, and I, I, I never talked to, to anyone saying, oh man, I'm so high for the PS5 to come out and it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Right? 
but then you talk to like Nintendo guys, it's like, oh my god, I can't wait for this thing to come out, it, and they're like very, very hyped for it. So it's good. Um, the, this it's a good sign. Um, I I may have to pull the trigger and and go for it. Uh, I have I had lunch. I haven't done that in a very wow. very long time, so I'm already putting money aside. I already talked about it. I'm oh, yeah. I'm gonna do, yeah. So it's um. I'm gonna have to make it happen, <laughs> so you know, not just for me, right? Uh, I'm, I know <laughs> that if I tell someone that's uh, in this household that there will be an open world Mario game, yeah, that's I can't I can't do anything else. Or, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing you can do. So, but benevolent man, <laughs> benevolent. Yeah, that is what we got, sir. If you want to go ahead and uh, stitch it up, let's go home. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for sticking with us for today's episode. We want to invite you to stay connected with us. So subscribe to No Low Time on podcast platforms of your choice, places like Spotify, Amazon Music, SoundCloud. Find us, subscribe to us. And also, if you would write a review on those podcast platforms, that would really help us out with spreading the word of the show. Uh, Additionally, if you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure you're subscribed uh, share it with your friends, family. We'd really appreciate that. You could hit like on the video. Uh, you could write us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. We welcome it. Um, additionally, you could follow us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time. If you're watching the video version, you'll see the handles down below. But uh, you could follow us on those different platforms to keep uh, in the know as we are out at different conventions and events. You probably saw some of the stuff we posted for CEO. It was a great time. We also would invite you to follow us on Twitch. That's no load time, no load time all together on Twitch. And last but not least, if you have a question, comment, or feedback, we would love to hear from you. You can send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. We'll wait for your email, Sony. And everyone, thank you so much for being with us, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.